When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Never been more sure that she might be having some sort of mental breakdown when she ordered the mozzarella sticks. That's not supposed to go like that. How you feeling this morning, Al? Lit. Lit. Yeah, no lit not, today. Not today. Not today. Not today. It's a Laker day. Long day for you. So Chris has no lit. Well, I'm. You should I, do lit for the Laker game. <laughs> Just, just, show up. just do like the rejoins from all of the Laker breaks, and uh, he should do that. Be on Chris with Michael be and John. Literally throwing it to John and Michael live. <laughs> John, wait a second. Look, we just came up with a great idea. I think we need to. Uh, we absolutely need to do that. Yeah. So that way, if you have an early three p or a four thirty start or something like that, he just keeps going. You feeling the three o'clock starts? You like that? I mean, because we were talking a little bit about it. You went from doing our show. Yeah. You had I don't know eight minutes between the end of our show and the start. Go use the bathroom and come back. Your pregame show. I think I like that better than just having a a big long window in between. Okay, so it is actually a kind of the balance of it. You don't get too many of these, right? You get that one couple East Coast road trips a year where they're going to – it's Brooklyn, it's New York, it's Indiana. Like they're going to hit all these teams. When you have the 7.30 tips and you feel like you have kind of four hours, three hours to kind of do something else, it's perfect balance. Yesterday was Oh, you prefer that. I, no, I, it's not even a preference. It is, I like that I'm always doing it a little bit differently. Oh, it makes a variety is the spice right? of life, Slee. <laughs> yes, so like indeed. this week is unique because you're basically done by eight o'clock. You're not done at 11. We so can, you can hit your donut little. shop at like 8.45 on your way home. I wait, 8.55. <laughs> Just I have time. Slide in. And, hey, you, said you, you wait for the guy to walk to the door to lock it and turn the sign from open to close. Real quick, can I get a couple apple fritters? If you wouldn't mind, can you make them fresh? <laughs> Just can, can we What has out not really been quick? made? Yeah. I want to know what. What, what don't you have? Because that's what I'd like. <laughs> what did you run out of? Speaking I want of that. donuts. So when I went to the bagel place this weekend, when I got a bagel um, that included bacon <laughs> yeah. and cheese, that she blew made, my mind. Yeah. By the way, that no, I'm not kidding. That blew my mind we're, yesterday we're, we're because because so, then I got confused <laughs> of what does it mean exactly. when you just ask for a bagel. That, well, I, I was you and I, and this is why you got to watch this on YouTube, the ESPN LA YouTube channel, because when she said, "Well, that's just what a bagel," Al and I immediately looked at each other like, "That's not what a bagel means." <laughs> well, I just got I it's got an confused. East Coast thing, guys. Come on, yeah, come on. A, ba- a bagel. But on the said, East Coast, what do they do when they just want a bagel? If I just said I got a bagel, what would you assume is on my bagel? Um, I feel maybe cream cheese, yes. you know, something like that. Just something simple. Something and, cream cheese, maybe a little butter. Yeah, right. That's it. That, yeah. that's it. That there was egg, bacon, and cheese on there. That's yeah. a, that, by the way, I'm not. Fantastic. It's a great sandwich. No, it's, it's an I amazing mean, sandwich. It's an amazing sandwich. But that that's just the default setting. Like, would you have to order a big? I'd like a bagel. Remove the egg, bacon, and cheese. That seems like a step that's unnecessary. I guess maybe it, I would more call it a bacon, egg, and cheese. But if you say I got a bagel, you assume it was a sandwich. But let's just. That's not why I brought this up Ow. today. No. Still doesn't because no. I still get confused no. with. I'm just asking for a bagel, and they're coming with a triple decker. It's with... like ordering a cup of coffee that has a hot fudge sundae on top of it. 
Well, it's just a coffee, cup of coffee, right? <laughs> you <laughs> say coffee, right? But in, a, in addition, I'd, my, my roommate wanted a bagel with cream cheese. And so I, what, I went up to the counter. And this is why I think – so you're thinking about the thing where, like, okay, Susan's not right because she's ordering mozzarella sticks. Yes. I went up to the thing and I said, oh, can I also get a, a bagel with whipped cream? And the guy was like, okay, so yeah, bagel with cream cheese. And I was like, did I just – did I just say whipped cream? And he's like, yeah, people say it all the time. People say donuts when they want bagels. And I was like, okay. And this is an addition, an addition. On Friday, I was texting my friends, and I was um, they were coming late. And I was like, hey, um, does anybody oppose to like a bottle of wine for the table? I was like, I said white wine for the table. And, they, and I said, unless you have any obligations. What I meant to say was objections. Oh. And I'm my- obligated to drink white wine on Saturday nights. <laughs> my friend, one friend got it, and one friend just went along with obligations. And I think I'm just having this like weird thing where my brain is not working with my mouth. I'd probably just go along with it. Anyway, so that's why happens all I brought time. up donuts. So. so, Emily, I don't know if um, this has happened to me before, but it happened mm-hmm. yesterday. I, I've shared uh, some of the dreams that I've had, the, the sports-related dreams, right? Because we're a sports show. Like, for instance, when um, I was told that Marcus Morris would be my new co-host, yep. and you all just That's left right, me it was there. Marcus Morris. I thought it was Mark Keefe. <laughs> I, I think it was Marcus. No, I think you're right. It was I, Marcus. I think it, it was, was Mark. the Clipper. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Truth be told, I don't remember, mm-hmm. but it was one of the Morris brothers was my new co-host, even though we've never met each other. I had another one last night, only the jump-off point was one of your factor cap questions. Ooh, which one? The question about whether you'd rather wear a tight shirt or tight pants. Actually, I don't think that was mine. That was Ask Slee. Was that an Ask Slee? It was an Okay, so then Ask yeah. Slee has mm-hmm. penetrated my subconscious. <laughs> okay, so I had a dream last night. We both went, we'd rather have tight pants. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dream last night that Steve Garvey, who was my favorite Dodger as a kid growing up, invited me to go to a Dodger game with him. Mm. Okay? Like, Steve Garvey somehow got in touch and said, Trav, I'd like to go to the Dodger game. Uh, would Have you like catch. to come with me? Yeah, and we'll sit together and we'll watch the game. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to I get to go. Steve, let me check my schedule. <laughs> I get to go to a Dodger game with Steve Garvey. Yep. But you know, dreams where like they're not like perfectly sequential. Next thing I know, I'm in Steve Garvey's car with Steve Garvey, mm-hmm. pulling up to Dodger Stadium. Only it's not really Dodger Stadium. It's kind of like this hybrid of Dodger Stadium and the Coliseum and SoFi. It's mm. this weird combination of local venues. Sure. And I have on a Steve Garvey jersey that's 10 sizes too small for me that he's given me that he wants me to wear with him at the Dodge game. Yep. And I'm so uncomfortable, Al, that I'm, you know, I'm doing this thing where I'm pulling and trying to stretch yeah. and all these yeah. things. And he's looking at me like, you don't like the jersey? I'm like, well, it's not that I don't like it. It doesn't really fit all that great. And now he's upset that I'd want to take the Steve Garvey this jersey is not off, off and I'm to with a good the start. Steve Garvey. It's not a good, this is Garvey himself. So fast forward, now we're walking through the concourse at Dodger Stadium. I still want to go to the Dodger game with Steve Garvey. And mm-hmm. I got on this weird white Dodger hat. Never seen a white Dodger hat. But I got one on. Doesn't fit very well either. And Steve Garvey won't go to the be- won't go to the seats with me because he wants to mingle with the people and be <laughs> Steve Garvey. And I'm like, I, can we just go? And the game's taking place, and I'm getting frustrated that we're not watching the game. Steve Garvey won't let me go. I got this terrible Steve Garvey jersey that's too small on. What the hell's going on in my head? I hope this is not a sign of what's to come this upcoming year. <laughs> right? <laughs> Could you be taking it that way? That guys I didn't think of me. Maybe guys, I, I forget about what happened in the off season. I had a dream. 
And then that dream is kind of the basis of what eventually happens. This what a, and it was unpleasant. Like you would think having a dream, going to a baseball game with one of your favorite players as a kid would be a wonderfully pleasant right. experience. It mm-hmm. was dreadful. Not good. It's all it, I think it's too small. Maybe it's like you'd go to all these lengths <laughs> so to, uncomfortable. to prove something to someone that you, you want so badly to have someone in your life's approval and you're going really far for it, but you're kind of like losing yourself in it. Maybe that's like my, my dream interpretation because you're you're trying to prove that you want to be cool. You want to do what Steve Garvey wants, but like your, 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 your shirt's too tight. Perhaps. And it's making you so uncomfortable. But Is why something- am I seeking Steve Garvey's approval in my life? Yeah, I, I, think, don't, I don't feel like I think I take away that, you know, Garvey was... Was, thought he was too cool for you, <laughs> which is kind of BS. Well, he was trying to embarrass you. Well, he was it was, trying to. Garvey doesn't have so, a mic Monday through Friday. <laughs> Garvey's not doing the ramps pre half and post. <laughs> Bergman says to me this morning, goes, "Wait, weren't we just talking about Steve Garvey?" I'm like, "And we were. We remember with Scott Rowland getting into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Like, so all of basically this show has worked as a little petri dish for my subconscious that's coming out a couple of weeks after the fact." That I've got Steve Garvey remnants knocking okay, around. Okay, question in there, for you. And a shirt that doesn't fit. Did you take? Did you take anything yesterday no, before you went? Not to a bed? thing. Not a thing. Is that a fair question? Sure that sometimes it, is. it might get you in a certain See, state. Okay. That, that being said, when I am in a certain state, I have I'm you dreamless. Sleep like a dreamless. Mm-hmm. Not or I'm sure I have them, but I don't remember them. I remember that I woke up this morning. I'm like I'm looking around on the floor for the Garvey jersey. Did like, you where get? Did, go? <laughs> did you get way too much sleep last night? No, but honestly, like almost a perfect amount. I went to sleep about ten thirty. I okay. got up at quarter to six. Like a perfect okay, amount. Of so sleep. this is your normal routine yeah. and everything. Wasn't look wasn't looking at baseball cards or anything like nothing, nothing like that. Nothing, nothing. I think I have a solution here. I also feel like it's interesting that you were in a not necessarily it was in Dodger Stadium, but it was like an amalgamation of all these different stadiums yes. in Los Angeles. I'm trying to figure and out. He what didn't that want. Does. He didn't want to go watch. He wanted to just <laughs> hang out and let people know that it he started was Dodger Bowl. Stadium and then he's shaking hands at Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> Kinda right. Might, might as well. Doesn't matter. Might as well. What, what like, color was, your, was the jersey? What, home Dodger white. Okay. Did you guys go yeah. when you were in? I don't know if you guys went through downtown or not. Did you guys go to the last bookstore? <laughs> Is there any cross pollination no. between Taylor's date and where they went? We <laughs> anybody have ramen look, before? If I have a dream about ramen and medieval <laughs> surgeries a month from now, I'm going to know where it came from. Like, but this one just kind of bubbled up out of out of nowhere. Like Steve, I I haven't really given Steve. I'm still a Steve Garvey fan. Still would love to Steve. If you're listening, I'd love to go to a game with By you. By the way, I'll wear the jersey. If he but was listening, hundred percent. He's never reaching out at this point. He's one hundred percent not going to a game Scratch with you. Scratch that guy off the list, weirdo. I find it so interesting how often a specific player occurs in your dream because I I don't I don't dream of sports. Sports is not what I dream of. I I have sports dreams that but they're more like that's more yeah, but of it's a Marcus dream Morris than a and Steve dream, Garvey. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's the players are not It's not LeBron James no. and Matthew Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 peripheral players. It wasn't and Mookie on the Dodgers. It no. wasn't Kershaw. You went you Garvey went, was my guy. Yeah. Back to Garvey. And I also guy. wanted to see like it, the, this amalgamation of all these stadiums, but then also have the NASCAR cars going at the same time. Are you too. are you going this weekend? I I've thought about it. I don't think I am, but if I if I get a cheap ticket or a reduced price ticket, then I might go. But I I, I won't. Just call him. Yeah. It's on Sunday. Do you know who's performing? Because that's going to be the big determinant for I me. I think it's Ice Cube again, isn't it? Okay, but is Pitbull going to be? There? I don't know that's, the answer to that, and I'm not even 100 percent sure that Ice <laughs> yeah. Cube is. But they've been playing him during the. They've been playing both him and Pitbull during the commercials. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't think Pitbull knows hey, if he's performing. Hey, hey, hey.
Hey. They might tell Pitbull on Saturday night. Hey. <laughs> Couldn't find anybody else. Um, for all I know, I don't know. Pitbull, is Pitbull still incredibly famous? Emily's yes. the Pitbull fan. I'm not. But like, in, like, I'm talking top yes. notch right now still. If he, if he walked in the street, people would be stopping yes. Pitbull. If he to go walked and... in the street, I would say, hey, just Look out of curiosity, you know a good uh, <laughs> place to eat around here? No, no. Pitbull pulls. I'm not a Pitbull fan. Pitbull fan. He put on. He was good. All right. He did a good job. Like it was. We. It was <laughs> last year on that weekend. It was like a hundred degrees oh, on that yeah. day. It was super hot. And he's in sunburned. the leather jacket and the whole thing. So it's kind of a weird deal. But he did a good job. I'm looking forward to it. I will report back on Monday with report. full uh, NASCAR expertise. and hopefully some type of dream in the mix. So if you are a therapist, if you are a psychologist, or whoever might interpret these dreams, hit us up eight seven 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 ten ESPN. LeBron and AD did not go last night. LeBron is going to go tonight. That yep. was reported earlier. Um, and Russell Westbrook did something that is awesome. Until you look at what LeBron James has done, and then it puts everything into perspective. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. A lot of people send me Steve Garvey uh, texts and tweets and things about that. They're trying to help you. Trying to put the pieces together. Trying to unpack exactly what it is I'm going through in my life. Look, maybe I've hit that point where I'm longing for my childhood and steve garvey was my guy when i was you know 10 years old and i want to feel like that all over again so why did he give me a jersey that wouldn't have fit a 10 year old now if tomorrow um i'm going to a lakers game with eddie jones and he gives me a really small jersey then we're on some connection here <laughs> or vlade maybe it's vlade should be vlade out of everybody <laughs> I like Eddie Jones better. I can just feel that being really tight. Like, Vladdy's a big man. He'd have big jerseys. Yeah. This is a, a better look. John in Huntington Beach says, that was my ass sleeve, fam. So, yes, I accept my Mandy as caller of the year for it. Hashtag tight pants or shirt. Yeah, we go, just John. give them away. <laughs> well, we, we, just we don't them get them. No, we, we just give hand them out. Yeah, we just we hand them, them out. To also, at the uh, race this weekend, Cypress Hill is going to be one of the performers. Great. So Great. That's one of the ones I saw. I'm gonna, here, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to show up. Mm-hmm. Gonna have a couple beers. Gonna watch the show. They're gonna race for about forty-five minutes. Okay. They take half time in this race. It's brilliant. They pull all the cars in like to the fifty-yard line. <laughs> Somebody comes out. Cypress Hill does 10, 15, 20 minutes. Great. Start the cars. Gonna race for another forty-five minutes. That's perfect. It's awesome. That's perfect. I can't tell you how great of a day it is. Yeah. No. That's it's perfect. Really, it's really short, but it's the perfect, it's the perfect amount of time. Yes. Yeah. 
Have you been to the track out in Fontana? Have you gone to like a real, I don't want to say real, but the full the full Monty? When they used to have the, I think it was the Sprint Series. Yeah. Where they said, um, when, this was years ago, but I did go and Jimmy Johnson Granted, had, Eagle. had won that day. Um, it was awesome. It was really cool. Now, it wasn't like, hey, I'm, I'm getting out, I'm getting season tickets, I'm going every time they come. It wasn't like that. But it was experiencing something completely different than you're accustomed to. I couldn't hear anything for a week, but other than <laughs> Oh, did that, you not was... have the, heads, the, the no. headset? Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, no, loud no, as hell. Couldn't hear anything. It's so loud. And when on the big Fontana track, I think it's a two-mile oval, they get up to 200 oh, miles no, an hour. That was real the, deal. It, the thing over here, they're not – it's tiny. It's like inside the Coliseum. They're, it's like running a lap around your kitchen. It's mm-hmm. tiny – the speed is great, but they smash into each other. It's awesome. I but can't there's wait not as go. much overtaking, which is the exciting part about Look at her racing. overtaking like F1. Yeah. You're like uh, an F1 expert. You and me both. Yes, exactly. You know, pole position. I believe in, in NASCAR, it's passing. Only in, in Formula oh, One no is it overtaking. overtaking. Oh, yes, okay. yes. She uh, tried to use some terms like when World Cup was going on, you tried to, uh, getting it all in. It's fair. I, I, I do the same thing. Yeah. Well, she and I have the same level of F1 expertise. We watch Drive to Survive and, I watch and we watch some the races. Games. Yeah, some yeah. races. You we feel like you're in I don't wake it. up that early mix. for Pretty them. Fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. TiVo or whatever it's called, DVR. You can do that now. <laughs> LeBron uh, is playing tonight. Um, Anthony Davis is probable. Patrick Beverly is out. out. Mm-hmm. So. Third game in what would that be? Four nights, right? Saturday, yep. Monday, Tuesday. Third game, four uh, nights. That's a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. And, and watching the game last night, they lose to Brooklyn. No big surprise. They had both of their big guns on the bench. Um, this is just kind of the modern NBA now, where if you have three games in four nights, that your best players are not going to play in all three of those games. That's just the way it goes now. And the Lake, I don't want to say gave away a game because everybody does it, but. You put yourself in a position where you're in 12th, 13th place all season long. Can you really afford to give away any games? No. And they did. The answer is no. There was no chance they were going to win that game last night. Yeah. By the way, I I got some calls in the postgame show, and I get it. I understand where where people are coming from. Um, The LeBron piece of it is anytime LeBron James decides, all right, and he's played in the last, I don't know if it's the last two or three back-to-backs. He's played in both of them. Okay. In this one... Uh, this one specific, it, it seemed like they were going to take either Brooklyn off or they were going to take the the Knicks game off. Take Brooklyn off, you play against you know Madison Square Garden. Of course, completely understand that. Sure, it's actually one of the first times I've seen you take the first one off to a back to back. Usually, you take is the it second because one of the off. Garden or is it because the Knicks is a more winnable game or is it just we I, played a couple of nights before? What, I think what, it's the Garden. That's it's it. It's the Garden. I don't think there's anything I else to right. it because if there was a winnable game, it was yesterday. At least Knicks with no KD have all their guys. Yeah. Knicks are a couple games over five hundred. Brooklyn didn't have KD. They didn't have Ben Simmons. I think they were three and six over their last nine games. So it's not like all of a sudden they went on a run. What did they KD win? They won out. like seventeen in a row. Or was it how many did they win in a row before they went back in the toilet again? I don't <laughs> know. They're a weird I, team. I don't know what it was. It was definitely double digits for sure. Double digits. I don't, something out of eighteen. I don't think it was. I know they went on a streak where it was like twelve, thirteen. I think something it was like, like sixteen that, to seventeen, something or like that. Yeah. Um, so it, just to just to kind of go off what you just said, they're not in a position to. Um, uh, Bron takes a night off. I can't say anything because it's LeBron James. AD takes a night off. Um, I, listen, of course there were Laker fans, you know, asking, "Hey, he had just taken off twenty games. Um, why is he taking this game off?" 
by the way, I would even make the argument, let AD play yesterday and then have AD not play today. They're not going to play him in back-to-backs. They're not going to because they are bringing him back from an injury. Sure. Darvin Ham said pregame, this was always planned. He's going to take one of these off. Would you rather split them up or just have them both off on the same night? Look, that's by the way, that's that's a good argument. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I'd rather split them up personally. You would. I'll tell you why. why? There's yeah. only reason why. I think the Lakers have a legitimate chance of beating the Brooklyn Nets with Anthony Davis on the floor yesterday. They have a legitimate chance of doing. It. I think we were saying yesterday, hey, it's five to one that they probably won't win this game. But AD's on there; it changes everything. The Lakers have played without Anthony Davis for a ton of games. And Braun has been the main player. And actually, a lot of those players are accustomed to playing without Anthony Davis because mm-hmm. they've gone 50% of the season or whatever without AD. Um, but we could just be – the Lakers could easily look at that strategy and say, we'd rather just have both of them and split these I was games. Say, let, let's have one good chance of winning a game as opposed to two mediocre chances of winning a game. Right? Fair argument. That, that's kind of the way that I look at it. If you said to me, you got a 40% chance to win here with one of them, a 40% chance to win here with one of them, or you got a 60% chance in this one yeah. and a 0% chance, I think I'll take the 60. Well, here, here's what's happened, too. Um, they're the only team in the West of all these teams that are trying to make the playoffs or playing. They, they got 28 losses. Nobody has 27 or 28. So there's actually a little bit of a cushion now. Between the Lakers and the Blazers, the Jazz, the Thunder, all those teams have 25 or 26 losses. So the Lakers are, whether you like it or not, they're moving in the wrong direction of the sure. standings. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. You know, Bron and Anthony Davis, uh, both in the lineup, you expect the Lakers to win. But you don't know. I mean, every single night, the the Knicks are three games over 500. They're seventh in the Eastern Conference. It's not like they're 10 games below 500. No, Knicks are okay. playing decent okay. basketball. They're average, and and the Lakers are below average, and mm-hmm. that's just the reality of it all. I want I want to go back to what you said a second ago. Seeing and I said this to you during the break. Seeing LeBron James sit on the bench during a game, I get it. He's in his twentieth year, and he's earned the right to take a night off here or there to make sure that he's at his best when he needs to be at his best. I, I he's been playing heavy minutes all season long. He's been relatively healthy all season long, mm-hmm. and it's just load management, for lack of a better word. He's 20 years in. He's averaging 30, what is it, 31 a night now all of a sudden. You need a night off, LeBron James, you've earned it. Grab a seat, watch the game. We'll get you tomorrow night, and we'll go do our thing. I see Anthony Davis sitting next to him. I'm like, man, I just can't. I just It's the exact opposite feeling of that. It's like you were just gone for a month, mm-hmm. and I know that he's coming back from an injury, but he is not in his 20th season. Mm-hmm. He's not 30 years old. No, you old. want to see him in. And you want – and it's this thing. It's just sitting there. It's like there he is. It's just so deflating. Mm-hmm. It is such an underwhelming emotion to watch him. LeBron has earned the right to mm-hmm. – <laughs> I, I, I think about this all the time. When you've been doing your job for 20 years and you need a day off, take a day off. Mm-hmm. If you've been there for two weeks, you can't take a day off to go hang out with your buddies. You need to go work, right? And he's the guy that's, I don't want to say he just got here. He's been in here for a minute, but you see him on the sidelines, theoretically healthy, and he's not there. It's just incredibly deflating every time you see it. And I think it's just going to be that way in perpetuity until. He's playing 60, 65 games a year, and then it's just normal load management. On top of that, too, you're, I just I pointed it out, right? Look at where they are in the standings. Yes. This is a moment where they only got – this is the 52nd game of the year. They got 31 games left. Trev, 
Dang, how many games left in the season? It's not a lot. 31 is not a lot. By the time you get to the All-Star break, which is coming up in eight games, you're only going to have 23, 24 games left. That's it. So the ground ground that you have to make up, every one of these games certainly matters. And, um, you know, we'll see what they do tonight. But I'm with you. I I get it. I understand. You see Anthony Davis. And like I said, this was planned for them. He's not going to play in these back-to-backs. But uh, but it, it's I, I, but that's the thing. I like if it were just I don't play him back to backs. Okay, I don't love it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I get that this is the Luka Doncic and Giannis. These guys they, they're playing sixty five games a year. That's just kind of the way that it goes. It's the modern the days of Jordan and Magic and Kareem. The thing that Michael yells about all the time that you played eighty or eighty two games. It's gone. It's it, it's just it's gone and it's not coming back. This is the way that it is. I'm okay with I don't play him back to backs. I don't like it, but I understand it. But you can't miss a month and then not play him back to backs. You can't yeah. miss, you know, three out of four games and then not play. It's at some point you have to play, mm-hmm. and he's not. What, and what, it's terribly frustrating. What you want to see is what Braun has done this year, fellas. Get on my back. I can't guarantee you a win every night, but I'll lead us to wherever we're trying to get to. You want to see that a little bit from AD. So last night, Russell Westbrook uh, cracked the top 10 in all-time assists. Unbelievable. Incredible. Yep, passes Gary Payton. accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Passed the glove, right? And, and Russell Westbrook is an MVP. Mm-hmm. He's a Hall of Famer. And he's one of the great point guards of his generation. And he's looking up at LeBron James. Mm-hmm. That's all I could think about. And no disrespect to Russ at all. I want to tell you why that just – I can't get LeBron out of my mind. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So apparently I'm not the only one that's having weird dreams out there, Al. You ready for this one? Sure. This, this kind of freaks me out a little bit. This is from... The guy Quinn. was at the game with you and Garvey? <laughs> no, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> it's the guy Garvey kept going up to to talk to and you wanted to go to your seat. That would be awesome. That, that by the way, that means that we're supposed to be best friends. Trav, I was there. <laughs> What? This is from Quinn Royston, who says, On Weird Dreams, last night I kept waking up in alternate universes, not having any idea how I got there. One moment I'm falling asleep, the next I'm in a car with my family asking how I got there. Plus, and this is the scary part, the sleep paralysis aliens swung by a few times. Mm. Super fun. What is that? That so sounds sleep, terrifying. So sleep paralysis stuff. Have you guys ever suffered from sleep paralysis ever? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Maybe. So I don't know. It's when you... So it's when you're, it's only happened to be like twice. So it's when you're asleep. And June 7th, 2004. <laughs> well, no, you do remember it. So you're, you're sleeping and you wake up, but like, you know, you're asleep, 
and you can't move yourself. So you're like you're you're that's you're happened awake, yeah. but you can't move yourself. And then there is something in your room. So it's uh, like not something an alien, room. a demon, is it a raccoon. It's a lot of th- <laughs> no. But this Size is of like, demon, <laughs> This is like a, a dark figure. Yeah, it's a dark figure, a demon, uh, alien, and it seems very menacing. And you want to move no, yourself, but you, can't, but you can't. But you can't move you really? yourself. Yeah. And it's very scary. I don't so, want that. So that of the <laughs> not being awful. able to move yourself, yes. that definitely. When you say there's something in your room, I don't think I have the exact detail, but I kind of have like a vague of what you're talking about. Right. Vague understanding. That sounds awful. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. And you, you never forget it because it's like, this is a thing that you're like, this is like. <laughs> when does Marcus Moore show up? And <laughs> Steve Garvey. He's actually the dark figure in the corner of the room. That's, that's scaring you. Just saying, I, I, I'll, I'll take my weird dreams with random sports figures all day. I don't want some demon in my room and I can't move. Sounds you wonderful. haven't lived until you. I get it all the time. I just, I've just accepted the fact, and you know, you get kinda, that all the time. Kind of fun, yeah. By the way, like, I like you're into dark stuff. You're into girls that love uh, 16th century. Birthing but I, I like the acceptance of it because once you accept it, you're like, all right, what am I going to do about yeah, it? What yeah. are you going to do about it? No, not even what are you going to do about. it. Well, what you are you going to do room. about it? Whoever's on the other side of the room, you Sounds can sage awful. your room. Well, who you says can I have it? it. Ugh, yeah, I don't know. Nah. By the way. I don't. Can we don't know. You brought up the dream. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know there the was dream. Got the I didn't tweet, know there was and then the tweet demons. got. That sounds terrible. I just want to just figure out why I'm not tonight. even a Clipper fan, and Marcus Morris shows up. That's what I'm trying to figure I out. I just want you to think about this before you go to bed tonight and tomorrow night. And the Taylor, you bad night. guy over there trying to wish the sleep demons on me. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm definitely everybody's got to try it once. I'm going to have insomnia for the next two weeks. Uh, one more Big E. So the, this is, by the way kind of bummer but it's also pretty accurate so the lakers in need of wins rest their stars against a crappy jersey team but definitely will play against a tougher knicks team because they want the limelight of madison square garden uh very lakers uh i don't have a great response to that do you what if i say you're gonna sit one of them either way Mm -hmm. that you got the game on saturday they went to overtime gives you an extra day of rest but to be honest with you, I think they were going to play in Madison Square Garden, period. So I think what Big E is saying, I don't really, I don't fully disagree with. Yeah. Because I think if MSG was the first of the two games, I think they would have played MSG and not played in Brooklyn. Yeah, they're going to play in the Garden. Look, there, there are there are two places in the NBA where if you are an NBA star, you can want I to name ball them? Out. Yeah, it's not Madison hard. Square Garden, yeah. Smoothie King Center, obviously in New Orleans. Obviously, what else would it, it is have been? still my favorite FTX Arena? It is still my favorite name, <laughs> the Smoothie King Center do, do Arena. You, is the sleep train thing in Sacramento? Is that still called that? No, that was a long time ago. They got rid of that. Golden One Sleep Train. Golden Arco. Remember Arco Arena? Then I think Sleep Train. Arco's a gas station. Like they exist. Not a smoothie thing in a strip mall. Like, okay, gas station don't bad least, talk smoothie king. At least gas stations have like good spots. Uh, it's a gas station. Everybody I wish I was on that pitch. <laughs> Guys, we got it. Smoothie King Arena Center facility. See? Blueberry Blast <laughs> is coming oh, to Crypto.com is a lot better. Yeah, well, crypto.com is a terrible name. It well, is. I, I don't think it, I don't think I was name. I was putting crypto on the top of the list. I was just more <laughs> pointing out Smoothie King Center. But look, it's Staples they sell pet highlighters and notepads. Yeah. So I mean, when you really and everyone was so passionate about that one. <laughs> 
Look, I like a nice office supply place, too. I need a new chair. I know where to go, but it's... I'll it's, never go to that arena again. It's never the same. They should have shopped man, at Staples more. They literally were selling file cabinets there, and I don't even know how many there are left. It's not like it's War Veterans Memorial Stadium, where we honor the dead of former American wars. Staples Center, Staples man. Center. You can buy licorice on your way out. They got candy right there after you got your printer exactly exactly you need toner and licorice we got you covered it's the one place you can get both it was so um, passionate about that it's pretty funny um russell westbrook broke into the top 10 in all-time assists yeah. and by the way just for a Gary quick Payton. second top 10 it's amazing all-time assists yeah. and russ just cracked that top 10 that's At, an unbelievable accomplishment towards the end of a Hall of Fame caliber career. Russell Westbrook's going to the Hall of Fame. He's an MVP. He mm-hmm. averaged a triple-double. He's a point guard. He's one of the great point guards of his era. Maybe slightly non-traditional, but... I agree. He, uh, he's, not he's in the top yeah. 10 of all-time assists. And what an amazing accomplishment. And I'm reading it. I seen it last night. And it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. LeBron James, who is not a point guard, who will very soon, in the next handful of games become the league's all-time leading scorer. He will have scored more buckets than anybody else has more assists than Russell Westbrook. A lot more. (laughs) He's in the top. He's going to pass Mark Jackson and Steve Nash. It could happen as soon as tonight. If he gets eight, he'll jump over two more guys, Mm -hmm. and he's inside the top five. LeBron James. So can I I give (laughs) you – He's not a point guard, Al. let Let me give another perspective to this, okay? So last week, I think it was Friday night, you mentioned uh, you and AK, Andy Kamenitsky, were. Yeah. Um, so last Friday night, AK and I were doing the Spectrum show. Okay. Right? And that, one of the questions was, give me a stat that is just kind of mind-boggling about LeBron James. Yep. And AK said, let's not overthink this. He's about to break the record for most points scored. Sure. And my response was, you're right, that is the one. But can I tell you what happened two months ago? LeBron passed Magic for all-time in assists. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. So in the same year that Bron is going to pass Kareem in points, (laughs) he's going to pass Magic in assists. When the dust settles and it's all said and done, he'll be number one in points. By a mile. He'll be top four in all-time assists. And I don't even know where he is in some of these other stats, rebounds, minutes played, all that stuff. Steals. But it seems like every day he's like, he passed Hakeem here. And remember what? I, I Just go think of all-time three-point shooting. Think of all these players. That, to me, I'm with you. That I pause for a second on that one, and I'm like, no, 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 these don't add up. You don't. You're not supposed to be... Go look at these players that are top 10 in all-time assists. Do you know how far away they probably are from all-time points? It's, it's Go look at all-time points. Do you know how far away those top 10 are from all-time assists? Yeah, where's Kareem on the all-time assist list? Not not top four. He's got 98 total. <laughs> right. It, 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 Emily and I were talking about this this morning, and you just mentioned what you guys were talking about on the Spectrum show. You could say, and, and by the way, 877-710-ESPN, go ahead and get in on this. What is the thing you think of first when it comes to LeBron James? There are 30 possible answers, and they're all good. There, are all, there is no right or wrong answer to this. Mm. It could be the points. It could be that he's top four in assists despite not being a point guard, mm. despite being a wing player and having the most points. It could be – Emily said this morning that when the first thing she thinks of when she thinks of LeBron is the 3-1 comeback against the Warriors, where he led the series in everything. 
pick a category. Yeah, it's LeBron James. And on one of the best teams against one of the best yep. teams of all time. Yep. And coming back from a 3-1 deficit. And it all and that's a great answer. And that's probably number 12 on other people's mm-hmm. list. And it's a great answer. I don't know if we have Jordan is another guy. We have a bunch of different memories and all these things. But LeBron fits into so many different categories. And because he's still playing, like you said, he's going to become the all-time points leader here in a couple of weeks, right? Or if not sooner. He's going to put that record so far out of reach that somebody is going to have to come around like Luka and yep. play 25 years to catch him. That's what LeBron's going to do. And and even it's not it's just not going to happen. We don't appreciate it. And it's only when you see a Westbrook number or he passes Magic Johnson or he does this or does that you say, "Wait, that doesn't even add up." And last night was one of those nights. You um when you brought it up, I kind of I wasn't sure the angle that you were taking about Russ Gary Payton getting the top 10, but when you, and I had seen it yesterday when they said it, it was, they had Gary Payton on the list or Russ passing Gary Payton. I'm doing the post game show and I'm looking at Braun and I know, I already knew Braun was top five or top six, wherever he is right now. I'm like, wait, he's only seven assists away from Mike, Mark Jackson and, and eight, eight assists from away from Steve Nash. I'm like, yeah. all right, so he's going to pass both of these dudes tonight, probably in literally the same night. <laughs> Um, but these are these are better moments to reflect on it because I know for me when I'm doing hey LeBron had 35 9 and 10 tonight I I brush by it so easily because I want to point out that Thomas Bryant had 18 and 11 right and, and so it's and and some people I think get annoyed by it oh you know you guys you, you talk too much about Bron look where the Lakers are. Nobody's justifying where the Lakers are. It's just the dude ain't going to play for his entire life. And if we don't do it now, by the time he's done playing, we'll we'll have missed that opportunity to highlight. Do you it. have something that jumps to mind? Like the, when you think of LeBron James, the first thought is what? I, I I think of his style of play. That I just think of. He's a version of Magic Johnson in Karl Malone's body. He's yes. a facilitator. He's a he does. He makes the right basketball play. He's that. That's what I think of. It's a great answer. You can even go like individual stuff. Yeah, but I just think of answer. him overall, and I'm like, what is this? And, and, and that's I've said that before too. It's he's a combination of Magic Johnson and Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's not the seven footer like, but he's going to score like Jabbar. He's going to score like the, I mean, he's going to score like nobody else. He's going to do that more. He assists like Magic. He's built like Carl Malone. He's fast like John Wall. I mean, it's just this incredible combination of things. For me, it's just his unbelievable consistency mm-hmm. and and his steadiness when it comes to I play every night. It, it, only until the last couple of seasons has he been a little bit more strategic about missing some games. He's in his twentieth year. It makes perfect sense. He basically played every night for 15 years. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And three and a half, almost three and a half seasons of yes. playoff games. Yes, that he's really, he's really never had that thing that just okay. He's done for three sure. months, six months, whatever. Yeah. It is. He yeah. he's been incredibly durable to do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, we we got the gods at bay. We knocked yeah. on the table. Yep. But it's for that me. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Just that unbelievable consistency we got some fans that want to get in on this that's coming up in just a little bit but coming up next it's hey did you see with the raccoon wrangler taylor smith it's travis lee 710 espn no critters last night nope no demons in my sleep <laughs> sliding like door baby. open or closed right now i've been closing it okay cat's not happy about it but gotta yep. do it yep. you have to get up to let the cat out yeah that sucks yeah i gotta figure that out 
What do you got for us? Okay, let's go. I was trying to think of a solution. I, <laughs> I was thinking you could put it up high so the cat could teach the cat how to get in and out of there. Yeah. If, if the cat can do it, a raccoon could probably do it, right? Yeah, they can fit in a gutter if they want to. Take They're your very... chances, bro. Open the door. All Open right, it guys. wider. Did you see that 12% of US, uh, U.S. households own a boat? So, Slee, if you had a boat or yacht, what would you name it? Hmm. Um... I can't do Ask Slee because you would use that. <laughs> Ask C. Oh, Damn. that's not bad. By the way, those maritime puns, pun. I know. The maritime puns do not work for me. I'm trying to think here. Yeah, you can't do like a showtime. You know, you can't do that. You yeah. You should have the yeah. SS Vladi Divots. <laughs> Eddie Jones. <laughs> Go to Eddie. Um, eh, maybe a Showtime, maybe something like that. Not it's got bad. a little tie. Might, not bad. Showtime. I'm trying to think of San Diego. Because you might go take to a lake. Not, I'm by good the way, at this by the way, by the you way, should open a business <laughs> naming boats. You're very good at this. <laughs> I like that. All right, Travis. Showtime Lake. Um, I, I mean, I feel like I need to name it after Steve Garvey right now. I just feel like I'm in a, in a, in a Garvey mode. It would be some baseball related Fernando Mania. Even though it has, I would rename myself Fernando, and my boat would be Fernando Mania. Can you do something in and out? Paint it Dodger blue. Anything in and out related? Double double chopped chilies. (laughs) Animal style the boat. Animal style. Oh, animal style. That's not bad. There you go. That's That's not bad. All right. Um, Mine would be. It's from a. uh, It's from Lost. So I don't guys didn't watch the show Lost, but there's a character who's who's um whose line is "See you in another life, brother." So mine would be. S E A. See you in another life, brother. Okay. Not bad. Good ones, Emily. I like it. She All right. Side hustle, naming boats. Next up, did you see that moms spend an average of 68 minutes per day on me- or meal prep and dads spend about 23 minutes a day? So if your mom appeared on a cooking show, what would her signature dish be? Trav. My mom's a very, very good cook. Um, and she does a lot of things really, really well. The thing that this is going to sound much worse than it actually is. There are these things called porcupines. Okay, do, do any of you know what that is? Mm-mm. They're is it basically a cookie? it's not a cookie. It's a it's an entree, um, and it's meatballs that have rice baked into them. Okay, and you you bake the meatballs, and they have rice, and then they come with this sauce. It's like a tomato sauce that's got corn and onions and garlic in it, and you kind of drizzle. It's yeah, that sounds pretty good. Terrific. Hmm. And I've never seen it anywhere. I don't know where she got the recipe, but it's called porcupines. I've tried to make it. I can't quite get it the way that she has it. Um, that would be her. Oh, that would be her pilot episode is making porcupines. So Taylor, this is a perfect example. Um, I think I'm staying here all day today. Right, got the game, everything. So I literally just gave myself just enough time to make a PB and J sandwich. I'm like, that's going to be good enough. That's what I had for dinner last night. Uh, banana, apple. Grabbed a couple of things. I'm like, I'll just figure it out. Where if it was my girl, as an example, she'd actually prepare something. My mom, I'd say signature dish. We did it at Muhammad's down in Dolma. Uh, Dolma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time we have the entire family over, that's kind of like, all right, this is what I'm going to make. And that's the, you know, use the grape leaves, um, the way they mix the rice, the ground beef, all the seasoning that Similar they put to together. Just, there's no grape leaves in this one, but mm-hmm. same same lane. It's ground meat and rice. It, it's 
200%. I've joked around about this for Thanksgiving. It's like there's no American dishes. They're all Middle Eastern dishes. Maybe a turkey on the sidelines. But yeah, it's going to be probably dolma. Sounds good. So my dad is more of the cook in our house. Um, so I'd say his would probably be like a dirty rice, which is like essentially meat and rice and spices. And it just is always good, always at the spot for me. But then my mom, so every year for our birthday, we'd get to bring into class um, this cookie she made, but it's essentially a version of a blondie. So you know how there's a brownie, there's blondie. So my mom makes really good blondies, and then also uh, she makes really good chicken casserole. I feel like every mom makes a good casserole, but I ask for the chicken casserole whenever I'm home, and uh, it's my favorite thing. Have you ever had a blondie? No. Neither have I. I've I know what it. they are, and I've seen them. I've never actually... You should have uh, Mrs. Hebel she, send us a batch. She also does this, like, so there's butterscotch versions and chocolate chip versions, but my favorite was the butterscotch version of the blondie. It was so good, and it was actually, I guess it was my grandmother's recipe. Oh, and my mom makes really good um, coffee cake. Mm. Ever send it. Let's go. Yes, that stuff travels. Ma- mail us a box of blondies. Put them in a little cookie tin. I'm in. Al and I will try our first blondie. I'm in. Sounds great. Next up, guys, did you what see What about that- your mom, Taylor? What would she make? Uh, she used to make... Pork fritters really oh, well. So, so it's uh, like the size of your head, yeah. a piece of you know pork tenderloin, and then yeah. it's just lightly breaded, fried in the pan. Sleep, mm. get get out of the Sorry, way. Sorry, Taylor, I got to cut yes. you off for one good tweet from Corporate Greg's Peloton. He says, "What about Shore Time instead of Showtime?" Not bad. That's a Not good bad. name. Not bad. Remember Shore Dave time. Shore? Remember yeah. Dave Shore? That'd be perfect <laughs> for his. <laughs> Shore Time. <laughs> That's perfect for. When you going right out there. sleep, Marina Del Rey? Let's do it. Let, uh, I'm in. Mike, can we wait like First two months? Right I just—it's already too cold right I'm now. I'm stuck on fritters, by the way. Pork fritter, my little applesauce on the side there, Taylor. Perhaps. I well, did, it was a good follow-up question by you because we wouldn't have got that pickles. if you didn't ask him. <laughs> I know it's good with honey mustard and pickles. That sounds terrific. Yeah. Yes, have your mother send some of those. All right. Next up, did you see a 29-year-old woman has been charged for posing as a teenager to enroll at a high school in New Jersey? So her fake birth certificate was discovered four days after she enrolled. Sliwa, when did you stop looking like a high schooler? Eighth grade? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? I I actually think... I think actually you'd be surprised. I think by the time I was... I looked like a high schooler in high school. You know, I kind of still had the fro, literally. I think that was my hair. I still kind of looked young. I would say by the time I was... I finished high school at 17. Me too. Just when I, you know started or whatever i think by the time i'm 18 19 years old you're like okay yeah he's definitely not in high school i i, I think i've always looked kind of age appropriate as well like i i i don't know maybe by the time i was a senior in high school i could have passed as somebody who had been out of high school for a little while but nothing crazy like i didn't have a heavy beard or anything like that i looked a little bit of a baby face until i was about 18 or 19 i think i could have pulled it off i wouldn't have been 22 they would have been like yeah nice try beat it buddy <laughs> get, get out of here I was still trying to get in all the high school parties that, that, at 28. This story happens once all the a year. time. It ha- yeah. yeah, it, it happens. I don't understand it, the desire. What, what, they, what are they what, trying to get done here? Like, wait, what's wasn't the there a dude? I don't. I forget the details of it. Well, wasn't there something sports related? Uh, that's the most common one, where a somebody a, is a guy, typically a man, graduated. He's 22 years old, and he goes back to play high school basketball in hopes of getting a scholarship because he can something dunk. like that. that I get the end game to that, right? Yep. That I'm trying to get a sc- but the people that could just go back to rerun high school as a 24 year old, like, what is the end game of that? What are you trying to? I accomplish? think this lady was an immigrant. Maybe she just wanted to go get an education. Oh, okay. I have no idea. That makes more sense than just wanted to go to the prom again. <laughs> wanted to take English lit. 
I don't understand. Go learn an instrument and band or something. I don't right. know. That's actually a pretty good idea. Let's too. do one more. Did you see that 91% of young people experience daily bouts of boredom? So, Trav, what makes a person boring? Not having a lot of different things to talk about, right? You don't need to know a lot about everything, but yeah. you should be able to dip your toe in a handful of different things. Like the, the person that is boring to me is the person that is an expert on one thing and it's the only thing that they are mm. conversant in and the only thing that they want to talk about can talk about and and that's their entire life is this little silo of information that's boring to me if you got a little bit about a lot of different things that's the person that i want to talk to for me if it's the same conversation like if i'm having the same conversation with somebody i'm just use that as an example somebody wants to complain about something and they're always complaining about something and every time you have a conversation with them you already know that that's going to be happening. I don't know if boring is the perfect definition, but the expectation of already knowing what's coming, there's some disinterest there, which I guess is defined as boring. Emily? I I don't know if it's one specific thing. There are a lot of things that I think are boring, but I don't know if it's one. I can't, I can't put it down. You know what? This is the opposite. So maybe if not have, but somebody said, oh, it reminds me of the time when I like that. Like when it's just, oh yeah. And it just stops like that. That that's dude. Have you not lived a life? Have you not gone anywhere? Have you not There's done no anything? There's no conversation back There's and a, forth. Oh, yeah. it reminds me of the time when I was in Chicago and we ended up at this and and this happened. Oh, just give that, that person alcohol. Anything? Give that person alcohol. They're They'll start worse. talking. They're worse. If they're quieter <laughs> with alcohol, that's that can't be good. All right, we'll go back to the Lakers. They are in the Garden tonight. LeBron yep. is going to play. AD is likely to play. Um, and what is our most important or impressive, not important, most impressive things about LeBron James? The list is long. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.